Now, everything old is new again. America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Welcome to Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani with the ever-mischievous David Cohen. I don't know how mischievous I am, but okay. I mean, why am I mischievous? Well, I'll tell you why. We had a meeting about this. Where were you? you? You didn't attend the meeting. I was sitting there by myself. This is our April Fool's show. April Fool's Day show. You sit by yourself a lot. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. <laughs> you're, you're getting into the spirit, Dave. I love it. I love it. So today yes, we're... because you sound like a fool when you say that, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> All right. Well, today, as I said, is our April Fool's Day show. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff, mostly Star Trek, but, but some of it is going to be about April Fool's. Uh, we're going to take a look at certain audio clips uh, or listen to them, but I like to say take a look. And uh, a smidge about the subject matter. We're also going to spend the next... Um, I would say three shows on the history of April Fools. It'll be a three-parter going back from the caveman days. Oh, the history, the history, the history. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. No, in all, in all seriousness, Dave, we won't. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the history. We're going to we're going to explore the upcoming 2017 TV season, and uh, we can expect <laughs> the shows that we expect to. Produce and you're eating already and <coughs> causing trouble. Yeah, I'm, it's lunchtime. We have the inside. We have the introduction. We have the inside word on a number of new TV shows. Right, you and I are both clued in. To uh, are you enjoying the Pop Tarts? Yeah, I'm talking. Okay. Uh, a lot of shows are being reboot for 2017, which fits perfectly into our theme of Everything Old is New Again. And go to our website, everythingoldisnewagain.biz.org.com, whatever you find works. You just uh, said it once. Usually you said it twice. I don't know why you just said it once. Everything old is new again, dot biz. Dot biz. Yes. There you go. Uh, but again, before we do all this, it is April Fool's weekend. We're going to have a lot of fun here today. And let's explore first, like I said, it's going to be a three-part show about what is April Fool's. Let's really roll up our sleeves, as it were, and get into it. So uh, we have a special guest, Bradford Wells, who, as you know, uh, helps us out with certain segments of the show. And he's going to explain a little bit about the origins of April Fool's Day. The predominant theory holds that it dates from about 1582, the year France adopted the Gregorian calendar, which switched the beginning of the year from what is now the end of March, around the time of the vernal equinox, to the 1st of January. According to popular law, some folks out of ignorance, stubbornness, or both continue to ring in the new year in on april 1st and where made the butt of jokes and pranks for their foolishness this became an annual celebration which ultimately spread throughout europe and other parts of the world bradford you know i can't help but think it, it you have a little bit of a cold or there's something a little bit off about you today i'm not sure what it is well at least i read it correctly and it didn't ask somebody to turn the page for me <laughs> oh nice nice <laughs> well let me <clears throat> can we get to the show can we get I into the show, I, you know please? i don't remember dave you eating food like that incessantly over the show <laughs> but okay that's fine let's move on that's because With... i'm usually eating yogurt 
Let's move on more with the history. Doesn't make any sound. You get uh, it? I, yes. Yogurt is quiet. Yogurt is quiet. Right. Which is what I wish you'd be for <laughs> just a few minutes. So, uh, you know, again, uh, delving into the history, uh, let me just let you know, if you need to change the station for the next five minutes, please do so, because I'm going to drone on incessantly about things that nobody really cares about. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. A long time ago, back when uh, the world was lit only by fire, uh, pranks had a certain time to expire, and... You know, jokes after that time were, were called were, would be bad luck, bring bad luck onto the head of the perpetrator. And those who failed to respond with good humor uh, also had bad luck brought upon themselves. So there's some seriousness behind this. So you this had day. to tell the joke before 12 noon. Before 12 correct? noon. That's right. right. Okay, it's right there in writing, but it was ignored. In yeah, way. well, so, I found it in my favorite source, Wikipedia, as you know, <laughs> we all know, is, you know, always 100% correct. Of course. And, and, and I come off sounding like I did all kinds of research on it when, you know, obviously I didn't. So what now, else you got, So not doing Dave? any research and looking on this piece of paper, I could see <laughs> that on April 1st, 1967, the British astronomer and radio presenter over the BBC, Patrick Moore, had a rare, said, this is his, his version of an April Fool's joke, said that there was a rare alignment of the planets, Pluto and Jupiter, at 9.47 a.m. So he told his listeners that gravity would be nullified and everyone will feel weightlessness at that moment. So on 9.47, when he declared that over the radio, he said, jump now, and the switchboard lit up where people reported the experiment had worked. And they felt weightless. Incredible. The dopes. Do you remember in 1998, Burger King with the left-handed Whopper? It was designed so that condiments would drip from the right side of the burger rather than the left for the benefit of those who are, uh, are left-handed. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the, uh, the radio disc jockeys in 2013. In Florida, the hosts uh, were taken, believe it or not, off the air. Uh, and threatened with felony criminal charges after warning listeners that dihydrogen monoxide was coming out of their faucets. Guess what that is? That's water. These listeners didn't understand that, and it caused a panic. That's that's really um, enthralling. Anyway, uh, well, let's let's talk it's a little mischievous. bit. My name was mischievous. You were mischievous. You're yes. very mischievous today. I'll Thank give you, you that. How's the Pop-Tart going? You almost done over there? What's... I'm on to my, uh, my M&M's at this point. <laughs> There's no way I have ever seen you eat like that. But okay. Now, uh, next on the agenda. Yes. Uh, usually I come loaded with clips. For some reason, I have no clips today. Well, so... it's April Fool's. Maybe that's what the whole thing is. It's Could the opposite be. of what we usually do. It's the April I, Fool's. I, I like it, Dave. I like it. You, you are my right-hand man. i tell you, when I was in school, I remember what we would do. The teacher would sometimes come into class. They would be out. We would come into the class before the teacher walked in. So we would hide under the desk or in closets, and the teacher would come in, and there'd be no kids in the class. You remember that, doing that? I don't know. No. Uh, Did but, you do anything mischievous? We went to school together. I don't remember you doing anything. As a matter of fact, I think the whole thing was April Fool's. You took the day off. It was a holiday for you. It was. Because you're basically... My, my entire family, we're all a bunch of fools, and you know, we, we just decided not to go to school to work that day. Um, but i tell you one thing I've done. This is kind of mischievous in, in all seriousness. Um, I, do you know that I actually, uh, my daughter Angelica, uh, I played a prank on her. On April Fool's Day. Mm. Yeah. Father uh, of the year. Let's see what it is. <laughs> uh, I actually sh- I short-cheated her bed. I short-cheated my daughter's bed. 
Oh, I walked on the punchline. Okay, and what did she do? Uh, well, gee, wow, that's. Uh, <laughs> what did I didn't she know do? there was a punchline in there. It sounded okay. like a part of your stand-up routine when you started that show, the uh, Never Too Late, which you didn't invite me to perform in, and uh, you got <laughs> booze instead of laughs. But what uh, what was her reaction? She was pretty upset with me, um, and that was about two years ago. And I, she hasn't talked to me since. <laughs> Has but, she understood what April Fool's is? Maybe she should listen to the show and hear the history of what it's all about. Uh, yeah. She it's, hasn't heard any of our show. Did you know that uh, Sadly. Hunchback of Notre Dame... We're doing more facts now? Yes. Okay, Hunchback of Notre Dame has a scene. The beginning of the show is the Fool's Parade. And that is uh, what they did in the Middle Ages. They had April Fool's. And they would bring some goof uh, from the community and, and crown him king for the day. And he was the April Fool. Just wanted to let you know. I know I've, I've done my research. I've, I take my time. I went to the New York Public Library on lunch, and I looked at this up. <laughs> Do me a favor. You know, go back to not doing research. We're going to step out from it when we come back. More April Fools. You want one? Actually, it looks pretty good. All right, so we're back, um, Dave. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like I'm not getting the kind of support from you I, I usually get. <laughs> Your mind seems to be elsewhere. You're you're interrupting. You're eating. You don't it's, seem with me. What's going on? It's one of these that reminds me of the Odd Couple. Remember that Odd Couple where they they switched roles. The two Felix, Felix became and, Oscar. Oscar became right. Felix. For some reason, I don't know what it is. I feel that that's uh, somewhat reminiscent of what's happening now. And there were caricatures happening between the two parties, and they kind of over exaggerated each other's. Uh, what would you say? That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, I think we should do was, a show on that. We should do a twelve shows on the Odd Couple. We should. Didn't they why just not? do a new series? Why? Why? Why is that on? Why on, haven't on we back? talked about the new series? I think it was just canceled. It was like through oh, like eight right. episodes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, the only thing I didn't do differently today that I usually do, Dave, is, is cut you off every thirty seconds. <laughs> but other than that, I think. Yeah, that's the only thing that well, feels a little I had, weird I had to me. I had interesting things to say this time. That's the difference, you see. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, I didn't hear any, him. but if you think so, sure. <laughs> so tell me about Ben. Have you ever done any kind of – wait a minute. Uh, have you heard Stan me character. tell you any, any stories about uh, Ben growing up? I've never done one, uh, you know, one April Fool's joke on him at all. So I'm wondering, uh, did you do anything with Leo, I should have said? Any, anything with your three-year-old? Um, like you give him soap that turns black or anything like no, that? No, I mean, I locked him in a closet for a week. Does that count? It could be the reason why he cries at the drop of a hat now at this point, I guess, right? <laughs> I mean to go Afraid there. Of the dog. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. All right. Well, listen. Father of the year. We, <laughs> when we come back, we're going to talk about those 2017 reboots. Stay with us because there's some exciting news we have for you on the other side. Oh, God, Everything is old is new. <laughs> Everything old is new again. Dot biz. You're listening to Everything Old is New Again, America's entertainment pop culture talk show with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Hey, there's an ice cube in your sock. I play the joke on you. April Fool's Day, April Fool's Day. It's a great, great day for playing a joke. That's what we did on Everything Old is New Again. This is Douglas Viviani back with the ever-mischievous David Cohen. The real David Cohen and Why, the real Doug. Exactly. Why are you mischievous? Well, because the prank we just played, if 
for those viewers who don't know us, or, yeah, I guess for those viewers, uh, I actually took the role of Doug Viviani when we opened the show, and Doug took the role of me, uh, David Cohen, Correct. and we had some fun with each other. I, I had fun. Did you? We did. We did. This is our last show together. We've because uh, we've, <laughs> <laughs> we've insulted each other too much. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> April Fools. That's what it's all about. Some laughs and some fun. I think yes. we've lost that along the way. You see some some you you and I or just in no, general it's a society. Culture, right? it's, you know, people. Okay. Aren't really into it uh, for some reason, or, or if they are, it's these you see these internet hoaxes and things that are right. just not fun and, and evil. And we'll get into that down the line um, in you know some other show, or right. maybe next year when we talk about April Fool's. But come on, I don't eat that much. I, you, you're doing the, the the paper, the cellophane. I really? Well, you know what? It yeah, is? you could tell me. You I, do it's... you do eat in between the show a lot, and once in a while you'll be talking with food in your mouth. I could pull some clips out, really, only because um, I'll I'll catch you you know on on a you know a time when when you're not prepared. For a particular comment, and there he is. And so I, I did figured, not know that. Plus, also, honestly, the, the main reason why I did it because it's something you could listen to, you could hear That's on the radio. That's good for radio. Yeah, yeah it's, it's impossible. To, you know, you got to do something to make sounds. So yep. it was. Well, if I made you know, like eyebrows go up, or I don't know something, no one would really know. Was there anything I did as as Doug Viviani that you might have disagreed with? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Even down to that that hysterical laugh that sometimes is not so real. Uh, exactly, yeah. you can tell the real laugh from the fake one. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> anyway, so that is April yes, Fools. If that was you our like joke. To uh, call in or or it is April Fools this weekend. We missed it by a day or two for sure because it was Friday. But um, you know, give us a, a note. See if you want to improve upon our April Fools presentation at everything old is new again dot biz. Everything old is new again dot biz or old new again at aol dot com. Old new again at AOL.com. So on to the real purpose of this show is the reboot of television shows and movies for 2017. Yep. That kind of was written into the last section, which kind of was ignored. But that is the reason, you know, for this show. So let's highlight that with, uh, with I don't know, at this point in time, talk about what's upcoming that's going to be seen in 2017. Yeah, some reboots. Some exciting some fun stuff. fun stuff. Take a look. Sunday, Monday, happy days. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, that. What's exciting? One of the most exciting re- reboots I've heard about is is Happy Days. It's actually, uh, and I'm gonna, you know, uh, sort of half read what what I've read about it. Right. Um, the press release we've got right here. Press release. It's called Happier Days. Right. Huh. That's good title. All right. Um, so. Uh, Henry Winkler, Ron Howard are actually co-producing an updated version of Fonzie and the Gang. Well, I could see Ron Howard doing it after that flop, Moby Dick, which I thought was going to be a huge success. Oh, I know. Right? I thought that was going to be great. And what happened? So he's going to go back to his roots. Okay, right? makes sense. So they're getting together, and and each one are actually going to make cameos uh, as their you know iconic characters. Um, but it's going to be in a present day present day setting, and it's going to focus on their grandkids. As high school students in 2017, I guess. Mm, okay. Um, and ironically, this is sort of the twist on the whole show. Richie's grandson has become the image of his great uncle Fonzie. In other words, like a t- tough talking, ultra cool dude, you know, with this heart of gold. While Fonzie's grandson embodies the fresh faced innocence of great uncle Richie. 
which is kind of weird, right? I like that. I like that. And I thought it was also interesting that they're skipping. They're sort of being true probably to the timeline right. of how Happy Days would have played out. So it's not the kids. It's the grandkids. And I wonder because they're grandkids and they're doing a cameo in the beginning if they could. Because I think that dynamic would be cool between Fonzie the grandfather and let's call him uh, Richie the kid. You know, like Fonzie's grandchild. And right. the, the interaction with them and Fonzie getting upset with him being that way. And the same thing with the grandfather you know, Richie with his son, which is a Fonzie type. <laughs> so maybe they'll do that every so often. They'll have them come back and reprise. Who knows? Right, right. You know? But it'll be interesting. I don't know anything about the parents, like the intermediary generation. But, right. um, but hey, I'll, I'll watch it. It's, it'll be great just to see Fonzie and Richie back. I'm you know, game. No I wonder what reason. music they'll use for the opening. You know, I would we'll think. That. I would think it would, if they're trying to keep it current, they would try to keep yeah. the music current. So right? what's what's a song like? Be happy. What's that song by Pharrell? Maybe that would be. the Oh, one that's true. Off. Yeah. Right. Right. Happy right, days. Right. And what's his? What, what's that song? Happy. The, gonna be happy. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know what? No, I know. I, I know Pharrell. I know his song. I just can't. It, the tune is. I'm, I'm thinking too much of you know Sunday Monday. Exactly. Happy. Well, here's another what one. I got? found yeah. one which I think is pretty cool, and I, they probably can improve upon this one. Listen to this. One. <laughs> Right, that's the love boat. I don't know what it is about that song that I love, and and uh, it just brings me back. But I always would turn that show off after about ten minutes, wouldn't you? Like you have would. these high yeah. hopes, and it just eh. right. But there's a new spin on it. Yes. Uh, again, I, I guess a lot of these movie people are going to TV because I think we're in the golden age of TV now. We could say, right? Everybody, I think so. Netflix is doing you know shows now, and CBS is doing the new Star Trek and all this, and so TV is grabbing these movie stars. And um, I don't know what station this is, but it might be one of those Netflix. I don't I have to figure that out. But Tim Burton from Batman and uh, Edward Scissorhands, you know him. He's he's taking the reins of the TV's favorite uh, uh, ship so to speak, and putting his own spin on it because he's kind of a darkly humorous guy. He's kind of, you know, right. the, the, he's kind of odd, right? Tim he's, Burton and the love boat. That's yeah, great. I wonder if that boat's going to like uh, run into an iceberg once in a while. I don't know. But uh, Johnny Depp is going to be Captain Stupid. You believe this? Oh, nice. Yeah. Zach, like that. how do you pronounce that guy's name? Zach Galif- Galifianakis? Yes. Who's he going to be? He's Gopher. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Schumer is going to be Julie. And oh. Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live, right? Right. Is going to play Isaac as a, as a turn on the bartender. Oh, so she'll be the female Isaac. <clears throat> Honestly, this has got to be maybe a miniseries or something. I re- might be reading this wrong because these are big names. Right. This can't be it. This is not a TV series. i got to look into that. But I, think it's I know be it's one in the works. Put it yeah. that way. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, all right, there, there's another blast from the past that they're remaking. Here we go. Hello, world, here's a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. So, the Partridge family, right? Listen to this promo, it's going to knock you out. Uh-huh. You ready? The Partridge family is back. Back and Black, hmm. an all-black cast hopes to ride the tide created by the success of Blackish. So listen, Kevin Hart plays huh. the part of Ruben, right, the manager. Angela Bassett plays uh, the role that Shirley Jones made famous, the mother. Um, and, and this is the really cool part. To garner publicity, the role of the kids will be cast as part of a reality show called So You Want to Be a Partridge, <laughs> right? And if that wasn't enough... 
if that wasn't a prince is being rumored to write the new songs See, for the show. But all this kind of makes sense because when you're on the downside of the career, you know, I'm not saying, but this could be a great thing for all of them. Angela Bass has not been around for a while. She's been rumored as the captain for the new Star Trek show for oh, CBS. Wow. Really? So I'm going to say that, that and I've, I've said that that's not going to happen. So uh, apparently it's not because she's signed up to do this. That's um, cool. That's Kevin cool. Hart is, is pretty popular, but he's done a couple of bombs in a row with Will Ferrell and you know. But I, him being Ruben, that's that'll be that, great. That'll be really that'll be funny. great. And I like yeah. the the. Uh, I wonder how they. I've, I've seen them do this for um, a Broadway show. I forget the name of it where they they cast from a. Uh, Actually, did it on for Glee. They cast the second cast one character. From oh, right, a, they did from a reality show. Right, that's right. So they're going to do that. That's uh, cool. Wow, that's pretty good. All right, we'll be back right after this. No, no, we're not. There's another one. Wait a minute. What am I saying? I have another. Yes. Uh, let's play this clip real quick. We have no time, so I'm going to go into this one real quick. It's a pet rock movie. That's not the Toy Story, but it's, from the, movie. it's the the makers of, of uh, Toy Story hopes uh, for uh, to do for rocks what Toy Story did for toys. It's a mix of animation, live action. The pet rock is an ordinary rock kept in a box, mint in box, by its owner, an exception old eccentric. 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 Hello. Eccentric. Bill Murray, his grandson's a nine-year-old boy named Ethan who just moved in with him and is having trouble assimilating to his new ethnically diverse school. Uh, behind his grandfather's back, Ethan takes uh, the pet rock to his geology class and uh, the hilarity ensues. The pet rock is left uh, alone with other rocks and, like Ethan, has a hard time fitting in with those rocks. Ah, anyway, I see. That's a movie I'm looking that's forward cool. to. That's cool. Pet Rock from the 1970s is back. I like it. We'll be back right after this. Everything old doing it. Say, Charlie, why the arm and the sling? Yeah, I walked straight into that busted street sign in front of Frank's Automat. Well, you must have been really sore, Adam. You said it, pal. I said, say, what's a big idea making a fella trip out there? I was going to sock him right in a kisser. He's all wet. Why, you ought to sue him, Charlie. I have half a mind to do just that. But where am I going to get that kind of dough? Say, I know a fella just got me out of a big jam, and he didn't break the bank. You don't say. Yeah, the law office of Douglas Viviani. The law office? Of Douglas Viviani? That's right, the law office of Douglas Viviani. Viviani. That's what I said, Viviani. Are you a straight shooter? He's a cat's meow. He's on the up and up? Doug's ace is with me. Is that so? He's a bee's bees. Well, that's just swell. Do you have his number? You can call him at 631 681 1910 or email him at vivianilaw.com. Wait, what, what was that last part? What, email? Yeah, what's email? Vivianilaw.com. Now, back to America's Entertainment Pop Culture Talk Show. Everything old is new again with Douglas Viviani and David Cohen. Hey, there's an ice cube in your sock. I play the joke on you. April Fool's Day, April Fool's Day. It's a great, great day for playing a joke. How do you like that music on Everything Old is New Again? David? I don't know where you find this stuff, man. I really don't. <laughs> Isn't that great? I mean, there's very very few April Fool's songs. And we did our April Fool's joke already, uh, the first segment of the show. But I wanted to play that again because I just got a kid. It took me so long to find one song that mentions April Fool's. That's That's good. I'm surprised you found one. (laughs) All right. Well, yeah, we, we have one more. 
uh, of Reboot. these reboots, and then we're going to get into something else uh, in terms of maybe mo- movies and stuff. But the, uh, the right now, I want to do one more reboot. Um, actually, this is of a movie uh, that I think you're going to be excited about. This will be out in 2017. That's what we're talking about here on Everything Old is New Again. Uh, let's play a little clip. You know what that is, right? Saturday Night Fever. What are they doing there? So this is really cool, right? One of my favorite movies of all time. So it's a remake. They are remaking it. And what they're doing is hoping to bring back disco with a hip-hop infusion. So not pure disco. So this is going to be part of a bigger craze, right? So it's disco with hip-hop infusion. And the remake is going to star Harry Styles, that, that guy from One Direction, right. playing the part that John Travolta made famous. Interesting. Um, apparently with a very convincing Brooklyn accent, according to the press release here. <laughs> and what's really cool is the surviving Gib brothers, the, Bee- the two Bee Gees remaining, um, are writing a new song and executive producing it um, and are going to include a previously unheard, unreleased Andy Gibbs song. That wow. was a fourth BG brother that... Uh, he was on uh, his own, the younger brother. The younger one, right. Unfortunately, I think Exactly. Um, based on the, the um, popularity, or maybe when she played in the live-action Grease, Julianne right. Huff um, paved the way to, to play the dancer opposite uh, Harry Styles in the movie. And some really cool artists are rumored to be... Uh, Contributing disco-based songs, you know, with hip-hop. Okay. Uh, and those include Bruno Mars, uh, Macklemore, um, and Pharrell Williams. Wow, so that's pretty good. It is. Kind of a neat idea, right? Yeah, actually, that is. And, and, and for her, it's good because she, with Grease, she was the squeaky clean, you know, person. And this will be a little bit of a stretch because that character, that dancer, wasn't so nice. She had a little True. edge to her right. and all that. So I think Absolutely. that's that's, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I, I, um, I would love for any of those to actually be real. <laughs> But once again, on Everything Old is New Again, our own way, we have pulled the rug out from under you, disregard the entire uh, show to date, because none of it has been true. There's no happier days. There's no Love Boot, Partridge Family remake, no no Pet Rock movie, and uh, sadly, no Saturday Night. But there should be. We've got to call Terrence Winter and get him on board. (laughs) Once he's finished with vinyl, maybe do one of these as a movie or a a series. Because actually, they're pretty good. I give David credit, all the credit in the world. David credit? David Cohen, all the credit in the world he came up with all of those and they're very realistic you've got some uh some time on your hands it's work, stuff I well i do i have a lot of time on my hands but also my wife michelle uh help, helped me with some of this a lot of it so yeah I, uh, I it's I a combined effort it's just it's fun yeah. it was fun well maybe yeah. we'll do that again uh if you get a hint we'll do that again next year on april fool's 2016 but uh, wait a minute it is 16 2017 wow i'm out of my place here um but otherwise we hope you had some fun with april fools and everything old is new again we're going to now turn uh, the topic realizing that this is an april fools show we want to kind of just go into one of some of the best april fools pranks that i think you could pull off that are fun and i think that's the whole point of this um show and of april fools just have some fun with family and friends we don't need any malicious stuff there's enough going on out there but i think you'd have some fun like super gluing a couple of coins onto the ground outside your house you i never tried that enough, but yeah yeah that's pretty <laughs> you like walk that. out on the way like to that. wherever and, and somebody goes out and tries to pick up a coin off the ground they can't pick it up <laughs> i mean it's just and then you are, you see like how much they struggle, like how how desperately they want that they coin. They need that coin. They got to have that quarter, you know. I don't know. It's, it's pretty good. It's easy to do, so give that a shot. I, I have one for, for younger kids, you know, to, to play on younger kids. Right. Um, there's a mashed potato Sunday 
So you, you make the Sunday the, the way you would do an ice cream Sunday, except the, instead of vanilla ice cream, you put mashed potatoes, um, you know, you put it in the freezer so, right. you know, it feels cold. And then, then watch the, uh, you'll, you'll delight <laughs> as your kids make a sour, disappointed face and never see you as the good parent you're trying to be. A lot and of you'll fun. scar them for life exactly. uh, against ice cream or against potatoes or both. I don't know. Uh, another one along those lines is pretty cool. You could take a couple of old um, sticks that you have for the lollipops that have been used, let's say. Mm-hmm. Put on some broccoli tips on the tip of it instead of the candy and take the wrapper and put the wrapper around the broccoli tip. And so you give them a lollipop and they open it up and instead it's of it being – It's broccoli. It's broccoli. Nice. It's a nice one. I, I, I like, like well, that. You know, and it's, it's uh, nutritious. <laughs> A nutritious. Leo prank. would love that because he actually loves. He I can he open up broccoli? a can of green beans, a can, pour it out, and he eats the whole thing like that French fries. Wow, unbelievable! Good for him. Whatever it's worth. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, here's yeah. another one I found. Uh, if you take toilet again, another prank to play on your kids. <laughs> take toilet paper and stuff it into the the toe of your kids' um, slippers or, or sneakers. And and watch the hijinks begin. <laughs> you got to be there to tape all these things. You put them on. Uh, you have to Facebook. get the kids' reactions. Exactly. Right. Uh, I have a great one. If you uh, had kids that are young enough, they're asleep that you could lift up. And you know, if you have two or more children, this only, only works. It wouldn't work if you, it's an only child. I guess you could. Anyway, you take the child and switch them in when they're asleep. The beds. So oh. when they wake up. They wake up in the wrong bed. Oh wow, that's a, that's upsetting. <laughs> it yeah. really is. I will do that and see how Leo reacts. He probably. Probably at three years old would start to cry. And uh, yeah. I, I, I have a feeling that you came up with that on your own. I did. <sighs> I, I love tell. it. I love How about it. this one? Try yes. this one, right? Yeah. When you're making lunch for your kids in the morning, what you do is um, you, you make them think that you gave them a moldy sandwich. So you put um, – you could buy a sandwich bag. They sell prank sandwich bags that have green markings on them. So when you see the bread and the sandwich through it, it looks like the mold is on the bread itself. <laughs> Again – You'll delight. And well, your, you, that one you won't be able to you'll send them to true. school with that, and they'll be ostracized for years to come. And you'll delight in your uh, kid's principal calling you up and reporting <laughs> right. you to uh, child services. Here's one. Uh, I like this, too. Usually you give your kids juice, right, uh, yeah. in a glass, if hopefully, or even wherever. You, put, you, you make jello instead of the juice. <laughs> But put a you know the, the, put it together with the, the straw in it, and you give it to them, and you watch as they try to uh, enjoy their favorite how, beverage. How did we get on pulling pranks <laughs> on kids? This is taking a very dark turn. Yeah. I like it. There's I another like one. It. Let me just skip to another one. Oh yeah, um, which I love. You could you know they they have Captain Crunch or whatever cereal they like. You know, right. but you could take the in, the innards you know that bag out of the cereal box. So switch their Captain Crunch or whatever it might be with a healthy type of life cereal or whatever it might be and and watch them pour that into their dish and see if they are happy with the result. Yeah, I don't think they'll eat it, but <laughs> it's worth a try. It's a good try. How about I found this one on the same subject on breakfast cereal. Freeze your kids' morning cereal. You know what I mean? So pour the milk in, stick it in the freezer, and then again, delight in their attempts to stab a spoon through frozen milk. And, uh, I think and, it's great. You could also blow up a balloon and 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 cool, use Cool Whip on it and 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 decorate it as if it's a cake, and then have them use oh, a knife to cut into it, and it'll pop all. Oh, over the I place. like that one. That's a good one. That's evil. <laughs> all right. And we'll be back to discuss the worst April Fool's pranks ever created when we return on Everything Old is New Again. 
April Fool's edition. So do you have any real April Fool's that you could tell in, in two uh, minutes or less or no? Um, Jokes or pranks? Yeah, or? there was a guy at work who was trying to rent out his apartment. And um, I called the number using my British accent voice and told him that I was uh, a, a wealthy English businessman who was willing to overpay for the rental. And uh, I made sure that our boss was in on it and he became unavailable um, uh, sorry. So, so my boss would call the guy into his office, and I gave this guy like he had to call me back in one minute, or the deal is off. So he's he's frantically trying to get out of the meeting with my boss, and the boss is not letting him out, and he's panicking. And I felt really bad because he missed the call. He tried to call again, and I picked up the phone as the buyer, potential buyer, and I said, "No, so sorry, mate, deal's off." <laughs> and he was just oh, he was. And crushed. that was your boss was in on it. He was, was in on it. No, it was it, the coworker had no idea what was going on. I was pulling the prank on the coworker. Right, my boss was in on it. He knew what I was doing. Right, so your boss was keeping me. him in that meeting on purpose. Yes, exactly. Is he still your boss? Uh, no, no. What, what lawsuit but, uh, did he uh, <laughs> <laughs> ousted him from his position? I mean, it, it, it came off so beautifully. I mean, he was so upset and frustrated, but I felt horrible. And then you, you, the worst part is on something like that when you've got to present that. Like April Fools, and see the tears stream down right. a forty-five-year-old man's face. You know, it's just that was cool. uh, that's the one you remember. Uh, is that yeah. is that guy who's still working there? Uh, no, they're both gone. They're both gone. All right, well, 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 not not for many reasons, you know, because of the prank. But yeah, well, I'll no. leave it there. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. But have some fun on April Fools. We're gonna have some fun with looking at the fools on April Fools. Guys that created bad bad pranks. On this is everything old is new again america's entertainment pop culture talk show with douglas viviani and david cohen theme of the 1970s night stalker oh is that it. what that was i had to throw that in and what i'm doing Why? is uh that's a, a little foreshadowing to the end of this section of the show and the show itself where we are going to discuss uh real reboots in the making we're gonna oh, make we're gonna kind of right. revitalize our reputation here no trick no, no trick, trick we've, we've been playing with you on april fools and uh, enough is enough we're gonna go get uh, serious here and first thing i want to talk about are uh, april fools pranks that have gone wrong we've got a couple actual of pranks actual pranks uh, I think David, you have one there that's pretty funny. The um, yeah, here, here, it's kind of sad, but it ended up well in the, in the end. So there was this uh, Hooters waitress. They had a contest at a local Hooters bar in Panama City, Florida, and whatever waitress sold the most beer for the month was promised a free Toyota. Right? Pretty cool. So she won. Uh, I won't disclose the name. They blindfolded the winner, the waitress. They brought her out to the parking lot, where she was then awarded a free Toyota. Like a Yoda doll from, from Star Wars, Wars. Oh, exactly. Um, so, long story short, the lawyer wouldn't disclose the amount of the award. I like that. She the won. lawyer. So obviously, a lawyer got involved. Of course. <laughs> well, she was upset, I guess. And yeah. uh, did she call the law office of Douglas Viviani? She didn't. She should have. Ah, that's too bad. So uh, she sued, and the settlement was large enough. Where it says right here. Uh, it was enough for the waitress to go to a local car dealership and pick out whatever type of Toyota 
Toyota car wow. she wanted. Wow. Who just paid for that? I have another one uh, sim- similar. 2005 California radio station, not going to name the station, was sued after a contest promised two Hummers to the winner, only to hand over two remote control replicas of the vehicle. Toys. Yeah. Oh. Uh, no lawsuit. That's nice. No, no lawsuit. Yeah, no happy ending. Wow. Said. It was happy ending for the radio station, but uh, it seems like radio stations get involved in these a lot. Why would they do that? I have no idea. These goofs switching parts and things and playing pranks on listeners. It's not right. It's not right. Uh, here, here's one. Um, and, Doug, this is for the, the younger generation who listens to us out there. Um, <laughs> Both of you. Right. So in a humiliating April Day's, April Fool's Day prank gone wrong, uh, a girl decided uh, to be completely hilarious and dump her boyfriend over text, only to have him unexpectedly agree with her decision. How do you like that? <laughs> so she's like, I'm done with you. I've had enough. And he texts back, good. I was going to break up with you anyway. Yeah, I think that there's a twist on that. No? There is a twist because he also was kidding. Right. And that was a twist. And I they think claim they claim. Right. I think he might have been, with the way social media goes. Of course, it went viral and right. everybody heard about it. And yeah, he's backtracking and said he was only kidding. Um, maybe we'll have him on the show and find I'd out where they are today. Would that be cool? Well, you have a year on that? I guess it's recent, right? Uh, it is recent. So uh, we'll let's see. see. This was dated. Uh, this was dated uh, 2015. So it All is right. recent. Interesting. Recent we'll see. Uh, one more. That's uh, I was sad. Uh, a Walmart uh, patron in Maryland called the police uh, when they tried and failed to stand up when they uh, were in the bathroom at Walmart. Some goof uh, put superglue on the seat, and this person could not get off. Uh, So did Walmart – Walmart was sued? Did they have to pay? uh, I didn't see that. There's there's no lawsuit, but, uh, you know, it's it's not a Walmart employee, and they have to notice. There's lots of stuff. And if you have any questions about that, call the law office of Douglas Viviani on that. You can look up VivianiLaw.net. Uh, yeah, uh, they'll, they'll provide defense and also super glue if you need it for right. future pranks. <laughs> anyway. um, all right, so listen. So we were playing pranks on people yes. before, but now we actually have some uh, a quiz. I have a quiz for you. Good. And we're going to juxtapose, as your favorite word uh, would imply, real <laughs> reboots versus fake ones. Okay. So I'm going to give you uh, a quiz. One answer is going to is going to uh, represent the real reboot, right. and the others are false. Right, so you tell see. me which one is I real. I've not seen this, and so let's see what this happens. This is totally right, totally new. Right. Which one of the following TV shows is being rebooted? Okay. A. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Okay. B. Laugh In. C. Battle of the Network Stars. Not going to be Network Stars. Too expansive. Laugh In. You cannot do. It's just it's too creative. I will say Lifestyles of Rich and Famous. You are correct, sir. All right. Nice. Champagne dreams and caviar wishes come uh, true. David Hasselhoff living in a. All right. Well, who's hosting it? Do you have no idea yet? Did he die? The Why guy don't you have Bradford Marsalis try out to be the host. That's of that? true. He could do it All in right. a heartbeat. All right. Which technology is making a comeback? Eight track tapes. Betamax tapes, remember those? Cassette tapes. I've heard this one. I'm pretty sure it's cassette tapes. You are correct again, sir. Okay, I just heard yes. that like a week ago. Cassettes are apparently coming back for whatever reason. I'm not sure yeah, why. I Maybe why. sound quality, I guess, or I don't know. I, the the uh, album sales. Definitely, you know, albums are back. They're yeah. up uh, like 50% from last year. Yeah. So they sold, yeah. they sold two this year. Which of these <laughs> three beers, beers is back in a okay. big way? Not just back, but back in a big way. Mm. Ballantine beer, Paps Blue Ribbon, Schlitz. I'll just say what I would like to see is Schlitz, but I have no idea. 
It's actually Pabst Blue Ribbon. Okay. Yeah. I found that out on my own. In the, your local tavern. In my local tavern. Right. Suddenly everybody was drinking Pabst Blue. I didn't even know it was around anymore. Oh, yeah. All the younger kids are drinking it. They're telling me. It's garbage. Yeah, how do you like that? Valentine Schlitz, uh, they, they went out of business a long right. time ago. Okay. Okay. Here we go. True or false, a fad from the 70s seems to be making a comeback, streaking, where people basically run uh, naked through public spaces is catching on again because apparently at a Hillary Clinton rally, at least one rally, there were a few Bernie Sanders supporters who streaked through the rally, call it, causing a commotion, and now streaking is on the is on the rise. True either, or false? Either that, or they were a couple of young ladies running from Bill Clinton's uh, the, in, the, in the green room. <laughs> he had gotten to them, and uh, they ran out. Uh, it's a dirty uh, story that I would say has got to be true because it's so silly. It is false. Ah, okay. Thankfully. <laughs> yes, Thankfully. exactly. All right. That was horrible to live through that. I know. Oh, that was man. really bad. Really bad Eesh. news. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right, here, we're going to do movies. You're a big movie buff. All right, let's see. Which of these movies is being remade? Ben-Hur, The Blob, The Birds. Ben-Hur and The Blob they've done it many times. And in fact, uh, well, The Blob did it twice. I have to tell a little story on The Blob. Long story short, I told, I showed Angelica The, the Blob. The original. Yeah. And now I have to put um, little figurines by her closet doors because they're guarding the door because she thinks The Blob's going to come out and under the door. She talks about The Blob literally every day and has done so for about a month and a oh, half. Oh, no. Yeah, and she's asking her kids in her, cl- her class if any of them seen The Blob. And uh, actually, two of them have, believe it or not. And But she's obsessed with The Blob. But does she know, is she still scared of The Blob? Or? Uh, she says she is. I can't believe that. Uh, You're such a good dad. Says it tongue in cheek. <laughs> so I'm going to wow. see the birds. Uh, no, it's Ben Hur again. Oh, again, the 17 yes. times. Ben Hur is coming back. Big. Uh, I don't big know how you can improve on uh, that. Jack Houston. Jack Houston is going to be playing Ben Hur. I don't know. He's from the famous uh, Walter Houston family of actors. Right. Goes back generations. He's great. Be horrible. He's a great actor. Hopefully, it'll be good. All right, here we go. Uh, you should know this one. Which sci-fi series is prepping for a reboot right now? A, The Twilight Zone. B, Star Trek. C, Land of the Giants. Land of the Giants should be, and we're going to do a show on that. It's time, and I've, uh, I'm going to propose that down the line. Twilight Zone, they've done 100 times, uh, not happening. Star Trek, we know on CBS uh, On Demand, is happening in 2017. You are correct, sir. You are correct, sir. You are correct. All right. True or false? Yep. Justin Bieber will be starring in a sitcom called Leave It to Bieber. No. Correct. <laughs> you like that one? Yes. Uh, here, here we go. A little spin here. Which movie is not being remade? Is not being remade? Lethal Weapon, Uncle Buck, Schindler's List. Well, Uncle Buck is going to be, legitimately, is going to be a TV, TV series. Right. So if you're not making it as a movie, but I'll say that. Lethal Weapon is also going to be remade, so it's got to be Schindler's List. Yes. God, thank God they're not making remaking Schindler's Isn't List. That you're correct. Schindler's List, the sitcom? This... I mean, you know, it's just like a Hogan's Heroes type. <laughs> Ridiculous. All right. One more. Which TV show, TV show is not being remade? Not being remade. A, The Brady Bunch. B, I Dream of Jeannie. Or C, Roots. Uh, you can't do I Dream of Genie again. You are correct. There we go. And let's just, we've got a couple of seconds just to let you know they're doing a Night Stalker. They're doing a Prison Break. They're doing a Charmed. They're doing, we said, Lethal Weapon, Tremors, Uncle Buck. Dave, you have a couple more? They're doing Ace Ventura. They're doing Charlie's Angels again, believe it or not. Wow. Friday the 13th. They're trying to do Green Lantern another time because that was horrible. Yeah. Um, remember Naked Gun? Yes. Great movie. They're bringing that back. Can't they think of new 
ideas? What is going on? If they did, we'd be out of business. Everything old <laughs> is new again. <laughs> Yay, reboots. There we go. So there's our April Fools. We uh, did the best we can to... Uh, to keep you on your toes. If it's not April Fool's and you don't, uh, like if you're listening to this on the podcast or something, uh, remember that we're broadcasting this on the April Fool's weekend. So it is apropos. Uh, don't get angry with us. But in any event, return a uh, comment to us on our YouTube, YouTube page or on our Facebook page or on our Twitter or on our email, which is old new again at, every, uh, old new again at AOL.com. Old new again at AOL.com. David Cohen, your last thoughts. They're remaking The Invisible Man with Johnny Depp. That's a- an absolute true story. I'm not kidding. Well, he's doing Night Stalker as well. Isn't that weird? It is weird. I wonder if Tim Burton's going to have a. Why do you need to cast one? someone as The Invisible Man? Isn't The Invisible Man inherently. Really? It's just a voice part. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You asked. We had fun. You asked. Come on back next week for some more fun. Everything old again.